0: Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran.
1: My name is Albert Okran and I'm supported by my virtual academic board headed by the Registrar Comfort. And supported by Matthew and Amos From now till you graduate at 8pm Get ready because your personal value will shoot up (laughs) My guest is laughing Alright So in my virtual lecture room tonight We continue our annual Leaders Digest series And on this journey we are exploring the good society And what it takes to build it From now till the end of December We have the honor of hosting some of the finest leaders on our shores as we explore what in your opinion is the good society what do you look out for in a community or in a society for you to call it good and based on your definition do we have a good society or not is it even worth our while to contemplate discuss imagine a good society and even more importantly how do we reclaim the the most influential pillars of the society namely business religion education leadership the family the media Arts and entertainment. How do we claim them, reclaim them, and make sure that they are providing? They are they are being the pillars that they should be in building our uh, society. If you have strong thoughts about any of these subjects or themes, you can send it to us by WhatsApp zero two four nine 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 five five five, or go to my Facebook page or Legacy or Legacy Fa- Facebook page, and then drop your comments on this subject tonight. I get to hang out with one of the most respected leaders in our nation. She retired as a CEO of the Ghana Chamber of Mines and now oversees the Salt and Light Ministry. She's somebody who needs no introduction. But if I can add anything, she's proof of the fact that you can have a full and fulfilling life after retirement. Dr. Joyce Ayi is in the house. Auntie
2: Joyce always good to see you. It's so good to see you, Albert. I actually wore white because of you. Oh, really? (laughs) Well, you know, I have a uniform on Sundays and that is white, especially going to church. Yes. Makes things easier.
1: Easy. So I I wore white because you are coming. That's good. (laughs) It looks good on you, I must say. Thank you very much. So our discussion tonight is about what a good society is. Do we have a society we should be proud of? And we've tried to point out a few of our pillars that we would we would look at but let's start with your own definition what in your opinion is a good society
2: a good society should be a place of harmony a place where i would say there's unity and diversity a place where people feel respected um a place where people feel that their needs will be met, you know, because in every society uh, there will be leaders, uh, there will be opinion leaders, there will be people who would be uh, heads of business, there will be employers and so on. So it, it, it's a place where people recognize that even if they are not the brightest and the best, there's a place for them, they have roles to play you know um when you read uh, books about a uh, king's courts you would usually find the court jester uh, you know somebody who makes people laugh and 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 sometimes he is the one who, sh- who actually tells the king the truth that is courtiers are not willing to tell you know so that kind of society where even the 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 luridest joker has a role to play right a place where food is available a place where people have access to health to education the freedom to worship a place where you you, you don't keep looking over your shoulder because you don't know who's going to attack you a place where justice is real you know you have an issue and you know justice will be given you and this is not utopic it's not utopic. i was going to ask you whether it, it, it didn't sound too idealistic it's not idealistic because you find places like the scandinavian countries i mean they are not perfect but i think they've managed through good leadership to create that kind of society Uh, would you
1: subscribe to the notion that based on your definition we don't have a good society
2: i think we could use a better society than we have now
1: our discussion tonight will revolve around the pillars that hold the society together and especially what we've identified as the seven main pillars but before we get to them yourself do, do you think it's worth our while to do we have the appetite for this kind of discussion? Do you think that Ghanaians as a whole have the appetite for exploring how to become better people, or, or we've relegated that to the background
2: in favor of other
1: themes? Do you think that we have the appetite for it?
2: I would say we should create the conditions to give Ghanaians the appetite, you know, because um a lot of times people don't really know how to articulate issues, you know I mean? They know they have issues that need resolution, but they don't even know where to begin, and they throw their hands in despair. And it is good to have opinion leaders who will direct and shape the kind of conversation that will bring solutions to to a society. So I think even if, you know, it's good to be cynical and say, there's no appetite but you know apathy comes because there's no leadership to shape direction and leadership a lot of us think that leadership is only at the political level and so we don't recognize that leadership plays a role in all the areas of life the seven pillars that you chose you know education religion Music and the arts or the arts, sports, all those, you know, these pillars, they are very important because that is where decisions get taken. You know, people's ideals and ideas get shaped. You know, you don't leave it just at a level of uh, the political um, decision makers, legislature, executive judiciary. Right. You know, because the society goes
1: much deeper than that. Right. So let me, let me, let me, since you mentioned that, let me come to the seven pillars and ask you, just by way of discussion, which of them connects to you the most? I We we give out seven of them. Business, religion, education, leadership, and governance, family, the media, and then arts and entertainment. Arts, culture, and entertainment. Yes. And so I wanted to find out of, of, of these seven, which if I had to ask you to choose the first on the list that you would like to comment on, which one would it
2: be? I'll comment on religion. Right. Second, I'll comment on leadership and governance. And thirdly, <laughs> the arts. And of culture.
1: course. <laughs> Let me before you. Even, before I, what is it about you and music? <laughs> What
2: is it about music? Do you love music? I do. Has it been a
1: lifelong passion?
2: It has been. It has been a lifelong passion. And uh, I have a a very eclectic taste in music. I enjoy good high life music with good lyrics. I must admit that I never went the jazz way, you know, rhythm and blues and so on. But in my older years, classical, choral, Hymns, those just turn my heart around, you know. It is evident. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, wh- when you think music, it, it, it it's like expressing words in tones, you know. And, you know, we're built as an expressive people. Right. And one of the things I've discovered also is that messages put to music... Think more deeply Than messages just given out in words
1: You know It's one of the biggest issues That I would like to explore When it comes to arts and entertainment yes. and Forgive my old fashioned thinking But growing up there the music that was sung, both locally and to, to a large extent, even internationally, mm-hmm. seemed to gravitate towards themes that provided guidance. It was almost yes. like a marriage between between education, yes. faith, yes. faith, and the arts yes. to help shape society, exactly. to help bring good morals. Yes, It would seem that these days, sometimes, it, it is the profane songs that gets the awards I, I and, and, and get all the plaudits.
2: Yes, well, I think Satan put his foot right in there and decided to ruin our morals by you know, making us uh, more atavistic. You know, have, have, just I,
1: have we lost it in that space?
2: Yes and no. Because uh, doing the programs I've been doing, um, the um, evenings with Ghanaian composers, you know, Christmas, Easter, the hymns on radio and so on, I'm amazed at the number of young people who have an affinity for it. When we do our programs at the um, any of the centers either the national theater or elsewhere you find a lot of young people coming we're going to so, explore
1: these three these three these, these your 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 preferred triangle religion leadership and then arts and entertainment yes when i come back from this break but let me give you one thing to chew on last week sunday i witnessed a near fatal accident as an okada rider
2: oh my goodness Road
1: through the red light oh i was going no. to church and I mean he had no business trying to ride across it was red for us he was on my side and there were two vehicles that were they had the green and so they were moving turning towards Kolebu, he was coming from oh. he gets there and he wants to do a quick run across the vehicle that was that had the green unbeknown to him there was a vehicle on the blind side of that oh driver that would have goodness. hit him right. Fortunately, just fortunately, at the very last second, he applied his brakes and even then he almost fell on the motorbike because it was quite, I mean, a, a forceful application of the brakes. And even though he narrowly ex- escaped death, because, I mean, to all intents and purposes, the second vehicle would have run right, right over him. I asked myself, why would he even attempt to do that? And then it, m- my mind went back to a few months ago where another rider was not this fortunate it was sunday morning so now my sunday mornings i really <laughs> <laughs> you're more careful <laughs> yes because i got to 37 and this guy rode right through the red and the first vehicle missing but the second one hit him so hard he oh lifted him off the bike and threw him onto the ground oh my god and as i watched his motionless body on the ground oh. i was sorry for the person who had been hit but forgive my forgive me but even more sorry for the driver who, who hit had him. done nothing but yes. now had to yes. deal with exactly how to deal with the law, trouble yes. trouble that how do you explain that you had green and he had mm. red? Mm. And as myself, I've been to Kutunu, I've been to Lomi. When it gets to red, all this the motorbikes stop. stop about 50 of them will stop, yes, and they would move with mm. the green is it too difficult for us to learn that one you? When I come back from the break, I'll, right. guess, I'll get your, I'll get your opinion. And if you also have thoughts about motorbikes and red lights and simple things we can't get right, please send and it even, us. By, and even riding without helmets. Let's send it to us by by WhatsApp zero two four nine 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 five 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 or post your thoughts on Facebook. We'll definitely share them with the world when we when we come back. But I I always give you a reminder of our five commitments that we have made we've made for the year. Just so we don't just do New Year resolutions and follow them all through all the way. So, just to quickly remind you, our commitments for this year, one, read a good book every every month. And this bu- this this week, the book I'm recommending is The Turning Point, How to Seize the Opportunities of a Lifetime. It's a book you must find by Comfort and I. You'll find it very instructive. The second one is to attend personal development interventions. And this Saturday, Dr. Joyce, are you speaking at a winning women's conference organized by Terry Monty? And I'm recommending that one for you Just... Just, just go to that conference and listen to Dr. Dr. Joyce and you will be, you will be inspired, especially if you are a, a rising woman and you are, you are looking out for an opportunity to sharpen your skills. That's a program I would highly recommend. I'll give you some more details as you as go along. And then the third is to sign up to the SMS Academy. And today the tip, if I let me borrow the tip for tomorrow, because it's something that I think Dr. Ayi would like and it's on enjoyment. The word for tomorrow is enjoyment. When you enjoy something, you don't regard it as work. You keep doing it passionately, regardless of reward or appreciation. Dr. Joyce, is that true?
2: It is very true because my last concert, (laughs) I don't want to go to the bank because I'm sure (laughs) I'm going to see some very red (laughs) marks. But I did it. it. I did it, and I just thank the Lord for it. Wow. Yeah. We'll talk about that a bit more.
1: Okay, so that's the third commitment. The fourth is to have a 20 year plan a personal development plan and the final one is to deliberately build social equity valuable relationships that will add that will add to your life as you go along call somebody to tune into the virtual university tonight because you're finding out can we build a good society are we too late to have this discussion we call this series the leaders digest where we bring leaders at the very highest level of our society and try to discuss how to a theme that we've chosen for the year this year our theme is the good society and this is the third edition and our guest dr joyce I.E., helping us navigate our way through the discussion first of all her concept of a good society is one that has harmony harmony sorry unity and diversity a place for everyone, food and access to basic needs, the freedom to worship, walking around with no fear of being attacked and then where justice is real. That tends me to ask a particular question but I won't ask now. And then she also talked about the fact that the society that she's describing is not idealistic or utopian and that it is being achieved in some jurisdictions and we can start from somewhere to build that kind of society. She submits that we don't have it yet but we can start having conversations mm. that would help us ultimately ultimately get there. And she talks about the fact that we require a certain kind of leadership to spark that kind of discussion across board. That is what she said so far. And I threw out a scenario before we went on the break about simple things we just can't seem to get right. That do not require <laughs> external funding or anything. Just stopping at it, it, the red it's light. It's a level of
2: indiscipline, you know, a level of indiscipline because people do things that are wrong and get away with it. And so they don't feel obliged to do the right thing. I have seen people going through the red light right next to law enforcement officers who have not been stopped. I have seen people riding Okadas without helmets. They would ride in front of the police. They would not be stopped, you know. And there have been times when they will tell you that, oh, so these people, that's how they are. Even if you stop them, they will insult you, you know. So in a sense, we are promoting an indiscipline which is actually eating away at the fabric of our society. And we really must put a stop to it because you know order promotes good living order promotes good living and you will find that even in the animal kingdom i like writing about ants you know they are not they they are not supervised but they work orderly isn't there somewhere in the bible that, uh, is it locusts? Proverbs, oh, okay. Yes, it's, locusts. Uh, that's yes. Also, in, also in Proverbs. Yes. yes, you know, locusts, you know, have no oh. leader, but they move. In ranks. It, yes, in ranks and order. So order is very, very important. And in a deep forest, you know that there's so much order, and yet even um what do you call, you know, some of these uh, plants that feed on other plants they still have a way of survival, you know without destroying others so
1: for for the scientists that get it right is it because people love to do the right thing or
2: is the fear of sanctions that keeps them doing the right thing well i think that is a combination of both right you know because when you know that sanctions will apply when you do the wrong thing you decide to do the right thing anyway you know because in these societies it's not that they don't have people breaking the law right they do but the generality of people seem to have a basic cultural understanding that it is worthwhile doing the good thing that is it you know because the norms of the society promote doing the right thing right and that is where that is where it's so important to to recognize some of these pillars, you know, religion for example, has a way of inculcating in us good values religion inculcates in us good values and because of these good values you want to do what is right
1: let me let me push back and and, and and engage the seven the seven pillars that you mentioned. And if you just joined us, this is a discussion that we're having about a good society. What what can we do to become better as a people? Do we even have do we have an orientation as a people towards doing what is right? And are we so far far down on that ladder? That we cannot recover or we can we we can begin from where we are to build all the way to the top and if you just join us and you would like me to rehash the the seven (coughs) pillars that we mentioned let me just mention that the seven pillars are business religion education leadership the family the media and arts and entertainment and also to mention that I asked Dr. Joyce Ayi to choose her top three I know she chose it reluctantly because she has a lot of interest in education and some of the other areas but I pressed her to choose her top three and she chose religion leadership and governance and arts and entertainment but I'm going to push you and, and ask you another question if you had to choose one enduring thing that is like a glue that holds all these to, these seven together. It's something that we need to have for all this
2: discussion leadership. about good society to work. What would it be? Leadership at all levels. Right. Whether it's in education, whether it's in religion, whether it's in the arts. Leadership. You know, we need to have good leadership. Leaders are people who are passionate about something that they think is good to be done. And they have a way of sort of getting everybody to go along that. Right. And it's very important for us to know that even at home, at home, if you choose a family, a family that does not seem to have an orderly leadership goes all right. Where father and mother quarrel, instead of helping shape their children, the children grow up thinking that, you know, um, quarreling is the order of the day. But where there's leadership, you know, mother and father working together, each knowing which area to provide that leadership, the children don't become dysfunctional. Would you say that our
1: our concept of leadership, I'm talking about the generality, our Mm. concept of leadership is flawed?
2: Yes. Do we celebrate the wrong things? We celebrate the wrong things. I think we celebrate the wrong things. And and, uh, here, let me say that we seem to laugh over it. But I know that our generic name for folk tales is Anansesem. Right. That's a generic name we have. But at the same time, by eulogizing the trickery of Kwekwanansi, we seem to be thinking that, or we seem to be promoting the fact that, you know, you have to use tricks and lies and so on. Uh, to, to to look smart and good, even though the real Anansi story ends up telling us that Anansi is not does not do well in society, he has to hide at a corner of the ceiling because of all the wrong things that uh, he does. But you see, in telling the stories, we seem to spend so much time, you know. Focusing focusing on on his tricks and making jokes out of it and making that what is attractive instead of the conclusion that instead of the conclusion, it doesn't pay, right? You know, and so, in a sense, you know, when you hear Ghanaian saying that somebody is smart, it means the person bends the rules, you know, does the wrong things but gets away with it, so he's smart. Yeah, that's not that's not the real definition of smart. So you're saying that our socialization itself has a problem. It has in a basic problem. Orientation. It, gives it didn't towards. use. It didn't used to be like that. Where do we? Where do we miss it? I think over the period, over the period where you know somehow I think parenting went through some difficulties, and I'm saying this because. Where a society uh, makes it difficult for good income to be earned, you'll find that in every home, you know, both parents will have to go out there and earn an income. Now, um, I say both parents because sometimes the woman maybe would earn a little more than the man. I've known women... You know, yeah. traders yeah. who earn much, much more than their civil service, uh, civil service husbands. Even, even in the corporate space, their yes. women who are at a far higher level. Exactly in the
1: corporate world, you know, in the yes.
2: So, where par- both parents have to spend long hours away from home, you know, with nobody really shaping the lives of the children, you find that inculcating basic tenets basic values you know becomes difficult and by the time the parents come up they are weary they are tired truly tired and even saturdays they are not Available. available right you know so i think you know with the difficulty in the socioeconomic space people are finding that even in order to pay school fees you know, uh, and, and so on. It, they 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 have to just do what they have to do. Grandparents are also not very available these days, you know, because life has become so very cosmopolitan. You know, so you find that even grandparents need to earn their own income because they can't depend on their children. I mean, we are a society that does not have any so real social net we had a fantastic
1: discussion about this in our retirement clinic yesterday yes absolutely amazing exactly
2: right you know so you find that the 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 time when grandparents aunties and so were available to cushion parents is no longer there so
1: are are you concluding that the the erosion of our values is largely informed by economic pressure I, i think largely Largely, but Dr. Joyce, the, the pressures we face are the same as those faced by other countries. Why do they get it right morally? Why would I mean, even in our even, give, me, even, give even, me a country, even in our even in our country, give me a country that has let, got it morally let me, right? Let, let, me, let me let me let me push you further to the wall. Mm. Even in our country, can I submit to you that when you go to a place like Tamale? Yeah. Interestingly, I mean, we we went on springboard. You leave your phone in a car, the taxi driver will call you and bring it back to you. Wonderful and. It, it, it's not just an isolated incident. There was another one that happened and a, a, a different person came from outside the country and testified about an, the same driver, another person, the same thing.
2: There are places that you go and you find that even within the same space, So it would be useful to do a study of Tamale. Maybe the morality there is higher. I, I think that generally... There may
1: be some link to what you call the economic pressure, but I'm saying that generally, Mm. generally,
2: we can do far better. I agree. I agree. My heart aches, you know, because it does not take that much to do much better. Right. I don't think it takes that much. Right. You know, and I've I've been playing or toying with the idea of starting a righteousness revolution. Yes. You know. Toying with the idea, but it needs to go beyond just toying with it. Right. Because I think that we need to begin to take decisions to do what is right. And it's not that difficult. It's not that difficult. Are we being told to open the phone lines? No, before before we even open the phone lines,
1: I have a, quite a number of questions from people who want to who want to who want us to ask you they, they call it Ask, <laughs> ask Joyce but so before I go to the tweets that are coming in let me ask you about religion a subject you are very passionate about Yes. considering the number of people who indicate that they, they go to church they are religious shouldn't our society be much better than it is yes and
2: this is where uh, the choice of the word religion for me is an issue because I think religion is when human beings try to find God. You see, when they try to find God. And you know, um, God's ways are past finding out. And so I will narrow it down to what kind of religion. In the faith I profess, Christianity, is God knowing that we're too weak to reach Him. So He comes down to our level and helps us to get to His level. And brings... Something fundamental which makes a difference you know that when when you are loved unconditionally and when you know that the one who loves you has your best interest at heart and is doing everything to help you put your best foot forward, it makes a difference it just turns your perspectives around you know because the thing is that you don't lose love because instead of walking straight you slipped and fell you know a hand will reach out to you and say well watch where you're going next time hold my hand i'll go with you and that makes a big difference but i think many of us go to church and we haven't really grasped the fundamentals of the christian
1: faith will it not be the case that for even some ministers you can actually question whether
2: they with they, they the christ that they profess I, I, they don't I would say, I think I will even venture to say they don't. Let, you know, let's because stage. you're saying that they are, there they, are pastors who, don't who know do not have a relationship with the living Christ. They wouldn't do what they do if they did. So, why are they doing what they're doing? Because religion is powerful. Religion attracts people. You know, religion makes you feel that there's an unknown and somebody has insight into that unknown so it's worth following that person so that person can manipulate you how do we How do we correct
1: how do we get things back on track in that space it's a space that people feel uncomfortable when you talk about I'm a minister of the gospel but I'm seeing that when you talk about the church people get uncomfortable but how do we get things right in okay. getting f- some of the miscreants who hope I <laughs> I, like, I like the word miscreants <laughs> that, that's my choice of language <laughs> and I, I stand responsible for yes. that but how yeah. do we get the some of the errors in those spaces to be corrected you Now, know, quest
2: to build a good society but I think by consistently pushing the right message you know because you will never stop people who would want to manipulate and want to do the wrong thing but if you consistently push the right message I think you will get it right Twenty-two minutes to the
1: hour of eight o'clock. This is Springboard Your Virtual University. If you just joined us, the voice you're hearing, the beautiful one, not mine, is the voice of Dr. <laughs> Joyce She is my guest as we explore the good society. Dr. Joyce loves him, so I'm, I'll play you a hymn. <laughs> what else can I do? I want to play Dr. Joyce a hymn. When I come back, we're going to try and explore some of the questions that you are asking. George Nutty, Louisa, Luisa, Kwesi Kuja I'm going to ask all the questions that are, people are asking on Facebook. They are saying, ask Joyce. I'm going to ask her those questions that you are putting out there. And if you have questions and you would like her to answer them, this is the good society, a discussion we are having as part of our Leaders' Digest series on Springboard of Virtual University. My guest one of my favorite persons dr joyce i we look at what, what what would it take to build the good society and of all the things that she said tonight she says order promotes good living and even in the animal kingdom they move in ranks and they don't break ranks so we have no business living an orderless life and she says leadership is the strongest pillar and there's a question mark about how we have packaged our system, because it focuses a lot on the trickery and very little on the lessons so it leaves a distorted picture of how to be smart in codes. that's my guest dr joyce Ayub. but before we go into your questions tomorrow is monday the 19th of october and it will mark exactly 100 days guess what to the 10th edition of Springboard. But Josiah is one of the the people who has traveled to different cities. uh, Yes. And how does it feel, looking at where we started from and the fact that we've already done 10 years?
2: You know, you stand in awe of God and what He's able to do with ordinary human beings. Right. That is the wonderful thing about God, that He begins with you very small. And for as long as you see his big picture. Right. Moving forward. It's not difficult. It's been humbling for us because
1: I mean we just we just began to see okay so let's count, let's try and check who has been through the mm-hmm. program and we put out a little request and said if you have a story, and let me do it on this platform as well, if you have a story about a Springboard experience, you are God has promoted you, you are doing great things in some part of your life and you look back and you are like, really? It all began at Springboard? Mm-hmm. I mean, send it to s- stories at springboard.com.gh mm-hmm. stories at springboard.com.gh because we put out a little advert and then suddenly we found out that several significant people, some of whom are even on our platform as speakers, began at Springboard. Look at that. And we couldn't believe it. We were like, you two? They said, oh, yes. amazing. uh, 2008 certificates. (laughs) It's been very amazing getting all those feedback. And and so we began to look through our database over the past years, over 120,000 alumni. Very, very mega. And not just that, millions affected through the media interventions. On the so you spectrum. agree that with the right leadership,
2: things happen. No doubt about that. Yes. No doubt about leadership. that. Leadership. And it's not, easy. I don't want us to think that when we talk leadership, we're talking president, vice president, ministers alone. Right. We're talking providing direction at all levels.
1: Let me tell you, what, talking about direction, let me tell you one thing that we are going to do differently this year. I mean, okay. typically we, we have yourself, we have senior mentors mm-hmm. sharing with them, and we have probably four in, a, in every region. And then we added the workshops, so we made it three in every region. Yeah. Now, this time we are going to have only one senior mentor mm-hmm. speaking to them, and they're going to have their own compatriots. His peers. Yes, yes, yes. People who just who who, who were on the same yes. platform who are now doing great stuff. I will be wonderful sharing with them. I will just be wonderful. The credibility of somebody you it can relate resonate. to. It will resonate. It will resonate with it them. Will and resonate. That's the big thing we are introducing ah, this year. that is awesome. Absolutely amazing. That's and, awesome. And we are compiling a book called My Springboard Story. Oh, well, this would be wonderful. A book of real people you can see mm-hmm. who came through this platform yes. who are doing great things. Yes. And, and now, what is your excuse exactly. that it can't? Exactly. Can? Exactly. Amazing. 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 Let me go back to the, 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 the questions that are coming in for you. Um, George Nati says, or let me start with Kwisi who says, How can we build a solid society when the ones we believe can do it say it is dirty to be in politics? And the same question comes from George Nati Albert. Ask her, What does she have to say <laughs> about those who say politics is too dirty so they can't get in? And would she accept the call
2: to serve in any ministerial <laughs> portfolio or even as vice president of Ghana? <laughs> this Vice president of Ghana is is funny, anyway, you see again, you see we talk leadership, and people are only looking at political leadership but does it attract you right now? Yes no, I think the leadership roles I'm playing now are very effective. I mean political leadership is also good, and I think that those who are called mm. who want to go and serve not to be served. Right. At those who should be in political leadership. Because at the level of government, you need a certain leadership. But you need leadership at all levels. Right. And each of us must recognize that you don't have to go into partisan politics to be a leader. Right. I mean, who, who is a greater leader than you through the stream board you and Comfort and all those people who have helped look at dr otter when did he go and stand for election but he's reckoned as the most and uh, how do they call him influential, influential person right. in our country right you know so leadership is about affecting people's lives positively because you stand on what you believe to be right and you help people to get there you talk about people who are called help
1: us how do you see somebody who is called
2: You know, I think that people have a sense that they want to serve in partisan politics. There's some people like that. Some people actually, somebody says, I want to be a minister, you know, of this and that and that, you know. Right. And they'll be thinking about it all the time. And for such people, they'll be uh, looking at the way good ministers have worked. And so hopefully... You know, they'll be looking at it, they'll be thinking about it all the time. They'll be planning towards it and so on. But, you know, when you sort of uh, feel that that is where you will get recognition, when actually there's nothing about you that deserves recognition, and you think just being in a political space gives you the... That, I think, is very sad. And I think there are many people in there who are there for reasons... than serving this nation you know without looking for personal gain these things come with gains anyway because when you're thrust into leadership there are some perks that come along with it but don't go looking for the perks when you don't want to do the responsible thing you've been in political office before when you look when you look at people that you the people
1: you describe as the people who you you will describe as being the and not and thinking about game what does it make you feel
2: it makes me feel bad because there were some like that there were some like that even in your time oh yeah and they're still around they are still around i remember that <laughs> chairman rawlings or later on president Rawlings i mean could identify some of them and he didn't have good words to say about them you know but um they're there will, will we get this right ever I think that life with human beings is uh, a work in progress. A work in progress. Because human beings, you know, are always uh, difficult to work with. So it's work in progress. We, We will get it in the sense that I think that even in Ghana, you know, we will get to a stage where leaders come and they want to harness all that we have. Through agriculture through uh, the exploitation of minerals through timber and so through the things that we have the human beings and so harness these for the greater good of the country what would be the trigger point for that kind of leadership a leader who's selfless an individual it takes an individual to rally around others around him It, it doesn't start as a group are we better now than we were when you were in government? I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so in the sense that well, the advantage of when I, we were there was that um you know it was a military regime, things were sort of regimented and so on, and I guess. For the greater fear of having your head chopped off. <laughs> not, quite, not quite literally all the time. You know, <laughs> the fear got more people to do the right. But when the fear was gone, the very same people who were doing the right thing.
1: Some of them slipped. So back to my question. In building a good society, does the fear of sanctions get better results than the motivation to do right?
2: You have to use both. You have to use both a carrot and a stick. Motivation is the carrot and sanction is a stick. You have to use both. Everybody knows that you have to. When you were raising your children, it wasn't just always holding a stick at them. And it wasn't always holding a carrot at them. You learned to balance the two, you know, and out of it, you, you got them to walk the straight and narrow. Louise Elias says, I've always
1: maintained that the solution is two things, discipline and integrity. Nothing short of that. I agree so- with that. Societies and businesses that have done sustainably well have consistently displayed discipline and integrity. Now, Until this nation knows all its facets, until this nation and all its facets know and display discipline and integrity, it will be virtually impossible to meaningfully rebuild anything. Let me bring, let me, let me bring my last question on. She talks about meaningful rebuilding does just if the whole nation were listening to you as it is the case now and
2: there is a desire to get it right do you have a prescription i don't have a prescription as such you know it's like putting plaster on a festering string saw you know but what i would like to say is that there is a lot of individual inter. Uh, uh, Responsibility right a lot of individual responsibility you know you don't always say that somebody else should do it when you know what is right and you don't want to do it because somebody else at a higher position has not told you to do it there's a lot of individual responsibility i I keep telling people you know a, a real character comes out when we have a need it's like when you want you know a service. Mm-hmm. You want to break, you know, the cue. Because you think yours is more urgent than the, the next person's. Isn't that selfish? It is very selfish. Are we selfish? And most of us practice that selfishness until the sanctions come in. Until the sanctions come in, most of us want to practice that selfishness. So the combination of carrot and stick is where I would go. And I agree with Louisa. But Louisa, it's, it's, it's you know, you don't give up so readily, we need to practice integrity at all levels, starting just, that, from the home. That's the same point she's yes. making. And let, me, let me read through
1: the 10 lessons I've learned from you. When I come back, I'm going to ask you to give me one word that anyone listening should not forget, if they ever forget this whole interview. Okay. Which one word should they not forget? And just in case you joined us for the very last three minutes, I'm going to attempt to put together Everything I've learned from Dr. Joyce, i.e. in this whole hour of this discussion. Number one, she says that good society is one in which there is harmony, unity and diversity, a place for everyone, food, access to basic needs, freedom to worship, no fear of being attacked and where justice is real. The second thing she said is that this kind of society is not idealistic or utopian because it's been built in Scandinavian countries in other places in the world where some of these... Privileges are being enjoyed by real human beings. The third point she makes is that we do not have a good society and we don't have great systems for having such conversations continually so that we can distill what is required. She mentions number four that leadership is required to shape direction and to her, leadership is the one big thread that should go through all all these various pillars her choice of her top three pillars and that's the fifth point her top three pillars were religion leadership and governance and the arts and entertainment on the issue of okada her sixth point was that it is rooted in indiscipline And she says order promotes good living and even in the animal kingdom they work in ranks and we can't afford to be the basest of ourselves because we can do better than we are doing now the seventh point she makes is that the choice of the name Annancie Sem for folk tales sometimes makes us focus on the tricks instead of the lessons. The eighth point is that the concept of the end justifies the means was driven largely by economic pressure on the families. The ninth point she makes is that the carrot and the stick are both needed to build a good society. The carrot... For the motivation and the stick for the sanctions the last point guess what individual responsibility you and I have to play our part dr. Joyce I take us home one word
2: everybody should remember everybody should remember that each of us plays the leadership role And so, was the word uh, leadership
1: leadership yes all right on behalf of comfort Matthew Amos and the crew here at the virtual university God bless you. God bless you. And God bless
0: you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N. e Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at iCloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus two three three two four nine 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 zero zero zero. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com Amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again. Always remember you are blessed indeed
1: no more